Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I'm here to help you transform your mind, your body and your life. So without further ado, let's jump straight on in to this week's episode. So welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to have you joining me today for another episode. I've got a really juicy one this week because we're going to be going all over why obsessing over my fitness pal and numbers and really intense food fixation could be damaging your results. So it's going to be a very, very interesting discussion this week. Slightly controversial to some of the fitness industry, but we love that sometimes because ultimately I want to help you step into that enjoyment, flexibility and sustainability when it comes to achieving your results and taking that really sustainable approach. So we're going to be getting straight on into that. I am just going to address the fact of if I sound a bit croaky, if I take a slight pause or if I do sound a bit sniffly this week, um, I'm not feeling my best. Um, I'm not feeling too well. So I do apologise about that in advance. So just wanted to let you know that I'm not sure if it's picking up really bad on the mic. Um, and then also I've got to go over this week's crystal. So this week I've brought along red tourmaline, which has actually been a part of my collection for a really long time. It was one of the first crystals that I got um, and I absolutely adore it. Like if you collect crystals and definitely get this one if you haven't. Um, It's very, very, very good for passion, energy, like a sense of life and wellness because of the colour red. So I've brought this one along with me today because I feel like that just fits the energy of this podcast um, and the topic that I'm also super passionate about. Um, A lot of fearlessness, which once again is super important when we're going against the grain of the extremes and the fad diet culture and stepping into more enjoyment and sustainability. So that's the crystal we've got this week and let's get straight on in to the episode. So the first thing I always like to address is when it comes to, I'm going to be talking about my fitness pal a little bit on here actually because I know it's a very common app to use and I do use it with my clients sometimes if if suited but I personally go down the route of a flexible tracking method where you have a bit more flexibility you're not having to like weigh your lettuce it's not being really extreme and rigid um because I do think it's a very useful tool very important word that I'm using there tool to help with fat loss for some people it's not but it can be a useful tool and I do personally agree with more of a flexible method to support your progress and long-term consistency. So I'm not against it. I do personally use it with clients sometimes, like there's nothing wrong with it. So I'm not slating it. What I am just saying and talking about in this episode is the obsession and that fixation on maybe my fitness pal or maybe fixating on food all of the time and thinking about numbers because that intense fixation on your journey that very extreme mindset that can be damaging and I'm talking about this from full experience because it's something that I have been through myself as well um I'm just going to quickly move because I'm not very comfortable on my chair I definitely need a new chair um but it's definitely something I've experienced myself um I remember times when I literally would only have the same foods all of the time because I knew they fit in my calories and if I had something different I'd stress because 
I knew, I was, was it going to fit? Like I got so fixated on the numbers. There was times where I had been out for food and I spent the whole meal just thinking about the calories in it and worrying and panicking and not actually being present. But on top of that, there was also many, many, many times where I've turned down social plans not because I, from an aligned place of genuinely not wanting to go, because that's okay, but from a place of, I'm so obsessed with the numbers that I'm not going to go out because I'm, I'm, I'm too stressed and fearful of that. So I really can understand it. Um, and you know, there's, there's been times for me where when using my fitness pal, it was like, I need to have this really long streak with it. And as soon as I saw maybe numbers go over a little bit, like I wouldn't physically let that happen because I was so obsessed with getting this perfect macro breakdown, hitting the perfect goals every single day that I wouldn't allow myself to enjoy certain things or I'd rigidly, rigidly restrict or I'd miss out <clears throat> and ultimately just spend every single day thinking about food and um, thinking about numbers and the more I reflect on this like I literally remember that part of my life where majority of my thoughts in the day were about food or they were about like <clears throat> health and fitness but at the extremes you know of, of fitness and that it literally took over my whole mind that's all I thought about all the time numbers food exercise it took over and I just wasn't present in life because that became my life so I really do understand with this the mindsets that it can lead to you know when you are so fixated on the numbers and let's say you go over a little bit then that guilt hits that intense guilt and shame and fear because of that which then, you know, for me, it led to negative behaviours with food, it led to negative body image, it led to really negative self-talk, um, a massive knock of self-worth, just because I thought that the numbers were the be-all and end-all, and I was so obsessed with them. So I really do relate to this one as well, which is why I'm so passionate about talking about it, because I think there's this misconception within the the industry, but more specifically within the, the dieting space. Because once again, like, there's nothing wrong with dieting and there's nothing wrong with pursuing fat loss like that's what I do help women achieve sustainably and breaking that yo-yo cycle like there's nothing wrong with it but there is in my opinion it is wrong to for people you know to be encouraging these extreme measures because that isn't isn't the answer at all you know so we really want to start delving into that topic more about why this obsession first of all is going to be damaging to your results and then some things you can do to also support that as well so what we typically tend to find is when that obsession is a lot higher and we're fixating more and more on it not only is that alone um, a sign of disordered eating now just clarify with this when I see a disordered eating behavior I'm not referring to an eating disorder two very different things Um, eating disorder will require more medical um, support and professional help with that whereas disordered eating behaviors are just potentially unhealthy behaviors with food it might be things like um like I say here consistent food fixation um you know ruined it mindset things like that that's what I mean when I'm referring to this so first of all like that fixation of food where it's taken over your life and the numbers are really starting to impact your life that is a sign of, of disordered eating behavior 
which is another reason why we want to work through because it's not going to be aligned. But also what this can lead to for a lot of people is increased chances of overeating or noticing more frequent overeating. Typically, what we tend to notice is it's usually like driven from the fact of if you've gone over your calories slightly and when you're trying to be perfect and you're fixating and you're obsessing over this perfect breakdown and the numbers and that constant calculation. If we go over, it's like I feel guilty. I've, I've messed up. I've ruined it. Overeating can happen. So I did touch upon another one there of the ruined it mindset. But also what we all tend to find is when we go down this very obsessive extreme rigid approach where all we're thinking about is the numbers and that perfect breakdown you know if I link back to my story and there's nothing wrong with having similar meals often like I still do that now but I'm talking about for months and months I ate the same breakfast lunch dinner snacks nothing changed week in week out I had the same thing all of the time and I would not allow myself to have anything else that I'm not saying that was what but this is linking to my story. If we take this example, where we're getting very rigid on things, we're then going to be restricting our food. You know, within that, when I reflect on it, I was having like no sweet stuff. Like it was very, very strict. And the more that we rigidly restrict, the higher chances of overeating as well, because we're restricting and we're depriving and we're going to the extreme, measure, extreme measures, which either lead to overeating or they lead to this very intense fear around certain foods. I kind of experienced both of those. And what I mean about fear with food is thinking back to me, like in that story that I've just given you, like with, you know, restricting quite a lot, because I wasn't having things like um, sweet foods within that, apart from like dark chocolate, because hashtag fitness, <laughs> lol. And um, because I was only having like that and I was having nothing else, I then created this sense of fear around those foods because I hadn't had them for so long that I really shaped this mindset of they were bad. So we, we can go and, you know, as you can see here, it just leads to more and more and more disordered eating behaviours and which ultimately impact happiness. So this is exactly why that kind of extreme obsessive approach isn't the thing to... To, for the long-term success it's gonna be very very damaging to you right now but also it's gonna be damaging to your progress because it's gonna impact consistency big time like if we look at you know the overeating the ruined it mindset or that fear around food like all of these are gonna impact your long-term consistency because if you're overeating regularly maybe you know the ruined it mindset's kicked in and you overeat Yes, that's going to impact your calorie deficit and it's probably going to take you out of it and prevent you getting results. But also, it's then going to impact your enjoyment of the journey because you're going to feel really shit because you're not feeling good about things, which then is going to impact your consistency. So it's going to prevent your, your progress. Whereas if we look at what I spoke about earlier with that flexible approach, where, you know, maybe you've got like a calorie range or you've got a bit more flexibility there, something that I really do use often, this then means you've got a bit more flexibility. So A, you know, you, you're not less likely to be fixating on this number going over. And then if you do, we've worked on mindset so much because of this flexible approach that it doesn't bother you no more and you can move on from it. So then your long-term consistency is going to be better because you're able just to accept, move on or have like a calorie range for more flexibility rather than 
beat yourself up overy, overy frequently and then absolutely mess up progress. Does that make sense? So this is another reason why that flexible approach is so, so important because it changes your response. It gives you more leeway with things. Yes, it still puts you in a deficit, but it's gonna put you in a deficit in a way that's actually a bit more sustainable rather than fixating on a number. And the, the thing is, you know, the more that we feed this urge to obsess over numbers, like the harder it's gonna break. So it's best to kind of do it now to then help with your long-term progress. And the thing is, let's be completely honest, eventually, you're, if you are somebody who's tracking as well, you are gonna move, wanna move away from it. Like, you don't want to be in your 60s still scanning your bloody barcode using MyFitnessPal. Like, let's be real, you don't wanna be doing that. So this is another reason why it's best to step into that flexible approach so it becomes so much easier to move away from it. You know, numbers and tracking and food and fixation no longer becomes the whole, you know, part of your life and taking over your life. It just becomes a tool. So then when you do get to a point where we start moving away from it, then it becomes so much easier. And that is going to be a part of your journey as well. Like you don't want to be, if you are using tracking, you don't want to use it for your whole life. Like I've moved away from it because I don't need it. And we want to get to that point because it's just simply a tool. It's not something that we feel like we should always be doing. The goal is eventually to move away from it, which is another reason why that flexible approach is so, so, so important. And the last thing I did want to touch upon as well when it comes to like why it's so damaging is you're going to feel so much like less fulfilled. Now, like I said, if you're experiencing these disordered eating behaviours because of that extreme approach of nutrition, A, that's going to impact your enjoyment as well. But then if you're thinking about numbers all of the time, you know, you're thinking about the numbers when you're trying to enjoy a family meal out or you're thinking about and fixating on food on Christmas, birthdays, like whatever it might be or just like day-to-day -day life and it's taken over, your ability to be present in these moments and to be there and mindful and involved and engaged, they're all gonna decrease, which is then gonna lead to less fulfillment in life. You know, for a lot of people, connection, bond, socializing, <clears throat> or just meaningful relationships, for a lot of people, that is a big part of their health and well-being. And if you're struggling to do that or struggling to make memories or struggling to do the things that you enjoy because of fixation on food or feeling like you shouldn't go out and do X, Y and Z because of food fixation, it's becoming very extreme, then your fulfillment's going to drop, your enjoyment of the journey is going to drop which is yes, gonna impact your consistency because if you don't feel fulfilled and you don't enjoy it, you're a lot more likely to feel miserable, sack it off, not create a long-term solution. But more importantly than that, you're gonna feel really unhappy. Away from the, the consistency, you're gonna feel so unhappy because you're spending a chunk of your life not being present, not doing the things that you enjoy, not feeling fulfilled. And yes, it's so safe to enjoy, uh, so safe to work on fat loss. But even when you're doing that, you have to still enjoy life. That doesn't just mean going out drinking and eating food. That means having meaningful relationships and having meaningful connections and being a part of things. 
if you're not feeling happy, then what is the freaking point? Because yes, and I know I see it all the time, you have one life. And if you're going to spend all of that going to these extremes where you're not actually enjoying this one life that you get, then I question, what is the point of the journey? Because once again, yes, it's safe to work on your body, your body composition, your weight loss. But you have to ensure that even through that journey, there are in, there is enjoyment there and you're still feeling fulfilled within life. Because I would never want, and this is exactly why I, one of the reasons I do what I do and why I have these conversations, I would never want somebody to look back and go, I spent my whole life fixating on food and going to the extremes. I don't feel like I actually lived it. Because that isn't a way to have lived your life. And I tell you that, I had this one big epiphany moment in my journey where it was like, am I really going to spend the rest of my life fixating on my, my fitness pal and refusing to enjoy dessert on Christmas Day because I'm too scared to enjoy it? No, I'm not. And because sometimes it's important to enjoy it as well and to enjoy life and to be able to go for a walk with your friend and not have to worry about food and just be present. Do you know what I mean? So that's another reason why it's so important to break free from this extreme cycle because it can be so damaging for your happiness. Now you might be thinking, I literally, I'm so hearing you, but like, what can I do to start moving away from this? There are a few steps that you that are really, really important. So the first one is gonna be <clears throat> to allow yourself to start moving into more of a flexible approach. Now, this is gonna look very different for everybody, but as a general basis, you want to start being, letting loose of those reins of the extreme. So it might look like starting by not, you know, if you're right now, you're weighing like, your lettuce and your cucumber, it might, you know, be stopped doing those. For some people, it might be having the odd meal out here or there not being tracked. For some people, it might be using a calorie range rather than a sole calorie goal. There's so many different things that it might look like to you, but it's allowing yourself to have that flexible approach there. One thing I use with my clients is a calorie range nine times out of 10, because it allows a bit more flexibility because then we take away from that fixation. And even, and even asking yourself, like, is my fitness pal even that aligned to me? You know, that could be an interesting question to ask yourself because it is possible to achieve fat loss results without tracking calories. Yes, it might take a bit more time. And yes, it does require some work on um, mindfulness, portion, etc., etc. But it's so doable. I've worked with so many women who haven't tracked in order to see results. And it is possible. And sometimes it's not aligned to you. So you also have to check in with that. So... Having and allowing that flexible approach is first of all going to be really important. The next one is going to give yourself permission to start letting go of the diet extremes that maybe you've done before or you're feeling attached to. So let's say let's say you're like me and you've done these extremes before where you've cut loads of food out and you're stuck in that mindset of that's what you need to do. It's time to start giving yourself permission to let them go and to start letting them be free and to start working past them. You know, this might look like following accounts online that aren't about diet extremes and instead they're about more of a flexible approach. This might mean removing yourself from conversations about diet extremes and not being a part of that anymore. This might mean, you know, doing affirmations every day that are affirming to yourself that you're now focusing on a flexible approach where, you know, no food's good or bad. Like, 
there's different things you can do, but it's giving yourself that permission to start letting go of that toxic traits that are, you know, those toxic, um, I've lost my words, like diet beliefs that have been impacting you as well. And then for me, one of the most important ones and the last thing that I would suggest is not naturally not the last one, there's two more, but one really important one that I would suggest to do as well is to stop giving a fuck what everybody else is doing and to stop worrying that you should be doing what somebody else is doing. You know, if you know somebody who's following a really strict meal plan and X, Y, and Z, and you feel like you should be doing that, or you're seeing them getting results and you think you should be doing that, knowing that you don't have to do what somebody else is because yeah, they might be on a really strict meal plan, but I guarantee when that meal plan's done, they're gonna struggle to maintain the results that they get. Whereas if you opt for this flexible approach, you're gonna see results, yes, more sustainably but you're going to be able to keep them and once again I want you to get results and keep those results I don't want you to be in the yo-yo cycle where you're back and forth and I want you to get the result you want and to keep that result and know how to do that and know how to be mindful with food as well and to not feel like food is always taking over your life as well so don't worry what everyone else is doing I remember when I was starting to move away from it and I was seeing people and I knew people who were following these big extremes and I was like nope not for me I'm not going to do it no more because I want to do what's best for me not not what's best for somebody else um and then the last thing that I would say is to invest within working on this now this can look a variety of ways for for people this might look like investing time into listening to podcasts like this and to read books on it and to listen to more podcasts and to to read up things that might support you with this um this might be you know the effort to change your Instagram accounts that you follow to more flexible things and stuff like that, you know, that that effort to doing that or that effort with your daily affirmations, that's also an investment into yourself as well to help you see those changes and allow yourself to, to go down that more flexible approach. And it can also be financially. Now, if you are listening to this and you're really ready to leave behind these extremes and you're like, I'm done with it, I wanna leave it behind. I want the flexibility and the sustainability where yeah, I can see a result but I don't have to obsess over food all of the freaking time then I'm your gal I hear you I know where you're at I know where you've been and I know where you want to go and if you're really really ready to change this and to get the results that you want in an enjoyable fulfilling and sustainable way and actually keep them keep them so and that is what you're like yeah I'm ready then just drop me a dm over on instagram at bestrong.coach is my instagram handle just drop me a dm saying ready and we will just have a conversation over there and I can either give you some support and advice for you to go off with as well and you can go away with that and you've got some support moving forward or we can discuss how I could support you on a more um, detailed level to help you on your journey as well. So just drop me that DM and I can either give you some further advice of what you can do moving forward or we can discuss ways that I can support you in more detail to help you get to where you want to be. So pop me that DM. I cannot wait to hear from you. Um, and thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. And I'll speak to you all next week.